Mm-mm. What's up, y'all? I'm back with another episode of the LNW Podcast Show. I'm your host, LNW, and we on episode 10, y'all. Episode 10. Man, the dedication, man. That's all I'm going to say. So we're going to start this off right with the NBA talk. And I just want to say, man, that's tough what's going on Sebastian Telfair. Uh, I used to play with him on 2K12. Pretty good. He was a good shooter and everything. And now he's going to be in jail for gun possession for three and a half years. Like, that's crazy. And, like, you actually see the video of him having a meltdown. It's just crazy to me how, like, your career could just turn like that. Like, I believe he's still young and everything. And it's just tough what's going on with him. But, you know, nothing you can do about it. You just got to take your time. Maybe you might get out for good behavior and then get your life back together. So, I'm hoping it's good for him. So, with that being said, we're going to talk about some more sad news, and that's DeMarcus Cousins got another torn ACL during a practice. And from the video I seen, he was going for a layup, a simple layup, and he messed his ACL up. Man, that's tragic what's going on with him. He just came back from another torn ACL injury. Then he got hurt in the first game in the playoffs. Then he tried coming. Then he came back at like in the finals and then like man it's just crazy what's going on and being a big guy you know once you get hurt around your leg areas it take a long time for the heal up that's a lot of weight falling down in your body constantly trust me i had a lot of ankle sprains playing basketball and it's just crazy what's going on with him and for the people who were laughing for like any nba or any injury like that man that's just some straight asshole things like when Kevin Durant got hurt, even though Kevin Durant's not my favorite player and I don't really like him or anything, it still was tragic to see him try to play for a team who he just wanted to win the ring and stuff for his team. And the minute he started getting on the court doing his thing, he re-injured it. It's ruptured now, and he's not going to be able to play none for the season. And it's just tragic to hear people laughing about it. Like, oh, that's what you get and stuff like that. See, this is what happens when you're being a snake. Like, dude, come on. It's a certain amount of times where you just got to mature and man up. But like, dang, man, that's crazy what's going on with him. But it's people in this world who just don't care, you know? And like, yeah, it's crazy. So, like I said, I don't know what that's going to mean for the Lakers. I know for a fact JaVale McGee will probably start. And now they'll probably try to get another big man before this offseason officially ends. Try to get somebody for the season start. I believe that Kenneth Reed is still a free agent, so I believe that's what they're going to go after. Or even Dwight Howard, you know, but it's weird to see Dwight Howard back on the Lakers. After the whole thing with Kobe. So, yeah. And, you know, prayers up for DeMarcus Cousins. I hope he come back healthy next season and actually play. And, you know, he do his thing. I want his career to get back together. And... Just like how D Rose finally got finally getting his career back together, I just want Demarcus Cousins to have a healthier um, season. So, with that being said, we're gonna also talk about the NBA USA team and how it's not really that good because they got blown out in an exhibition game, and that's not a good sign. So, the starting lineup is more than likely Donovan Mitchell, De'Aaron Fox, Jason Tatum. Um, PJ Tucker and Brooke Lopez. But from what I just seen from Bleach Report while I'm doing this podcast, PJ Tucker just withdrawed. So 
I looked at the starting line. I looked at the start uh, roster that's going to be on, and they got some options. You know, they still got Chris Middleton. Um, they got some pieces on there to make the team keep going. But honestly, it's just crazy to see like these players not really be in it no more. Like LeBron don't want to do it. James Harden don't want to do it. Russell don't want to do it. Kawhi doesn't want to do it. Paul George, like it's crazy because every other USA team. Uh, USA time, um, it has some really good players. Like, I remember when I went to go see it, it was the last Olympics when it was DeMarcus Cousins in it, and he was doing his thing. Melo was doing his thing. It had KD, Russell, Harden. Everybody was in it. And, you know, that was really hype. And you see this downgrade like this, like, I get it, especially with James Harden. James Harden and Russell, they want to, you know, get their chemistry together and stuff like that. And I get LeBron because he want to get his team back together. And everything. I get that. But, man, don't look so good for the USA team. You know, I'm always going to go for USA, but, hey, let's call a spade a spade. They don't really look that good right now. So, yeah. So, with that being said, we're going to the All About Music segment. All right, y'all. So, we're on the All About Music segment. And we're going to talk about Rick Ross's new album that came out last week called Port of Miami 2. And overall, just to talk about Rick Ross, he always does this. He, he always never having nothing amazing, but it's nothing as terrible neither. Rick Ross has the talent that's just in the middle. Like, he's never a, a super good rapper, but he's never a terrible artist. He's just always in the middle. Like, yeah, he has some good lyrics here and there, but he never had nothing like, oh my goodness, this is so good. Keep replaying it. And that's just literally how Rick Ross's whole career been, to be honest, and all his albums he made. Like, he always got a couple songs here and there, but like, overall, the whole album isn't all that, you know? And the same goes for Port of Miami, too. Uh, now, I can say that Rick Ross um, has some pretty decent lyrics on here. He has some really good features on here from Nipsey Hussle, um, Tiana Taylor, Wale, Gunplay. Uh, yeah, and it's just, like I said, Rick Ross, he does his thing in some songs, but it's never nothing just like super extraordinary, like if that makes sense. And yeah, it's just... I don't know. Like, he, he keeps his longevity. I give him that. Like Rick Ross always find a way to stay relevant. I do admit that. Uh, you not, you always hear something from Rick Ross every year. It's always something about Rick Ross. And with that being said, we go. My favorite tracks on the album is "Act the Fool" featuring Wale, "Nobody's Favorite," "Bogus Charms" featuring Meek Mill, "Rich Nigga Lifestyle" with that had the song with Tiana Taylor and Nipsey Hussle. I still pray to have like. YFN, Lucci, and somebody else, and Vegas Residency. So, like I said, all these songs on here were good. They weren't great. They were good. Um, Rick Ross had good delivery, as always. He always has good delivery. A lot, real chill type of delivery. And, like I said, the features did their thing. I like Meek Mill, Nipsey, Tiana did a good thing. Uh, Summer Walker had a song on the album called Summer Rain, and it was okay. It was okay. It wasn't my favorite song, so that's why it's not up there. But Summer Walker did do her thing with the vocals, and it's, it's weird for me to see Rick Ross like rap about like love and stuff like that. It's just odd, but he did make Dice Pineapples, which was really good with Drake and Wale some years ago. 
So there's that. So overall, get a score out of 10. Get an album a six. Like, it's not super good, but it's not super bad. It's just right there in the middle. I probably will go back to some of these songs every now and then, but I wouldn't listen to the whole album again. So. Albums that came out today that I'm super excited about. It's only one album that came out today that I'm super excited. And that's Noah Allegra's album called Ugh. <laughs> Literally is Yo Ugh. Those feels again. And I'm super excited for this because Noah Allegra to me is one of the most underrated singers out. Uh, she's from Australia. But I just love how she like sings. It's so smooth and soothing. And she always draw my attention with that. Uh, she made an album in 2017 called Feels, and she has some good features on there. You know, she got my boy Logic on there. Vic Mensa was on there. Vince Staples was on there. Uh, Tim Buck 2, which I don't really know what that is, was on there. And it was really good. Like, every song on there was so good and soothing and smooth. And it just, it went really well with her voice. And her lyrics was really good. The beats was just matched how she sang and everything. Like, I really enjoy her. And it's no features on here, which is interesting. Or maybe Spotify is probably doing that thing where they have a bunch of features and you don't know who it is until like later in the day. But as of now, I didn't see no features on there. And if there's no features on there, we just getting all of her. Like it's just her. And that's something I really want to see. I want to see how she be, how she would do in her second album. Cause she's been really hyping this up for a while. Cause I follow on Instagram, of course, you know. And yeah, I'm super excited to hear this album. I will be reviewing this next week's episode. And yeah, so Brock Hampton, I hope, is another album to be dropping soon because they've been coming out with some songs lately. And I want to see how they'll do after the whole Kevin Abstract album, Ghetto Baby, which I really liked. I really liked Ghetto Baby. And they came out with three songs called Boy Bye, If You Pray Right, I've Been Born Again. And all them songs, you know, just classic Brock Hampton, you know, they all do their thing. Kevin Abstract just, you know, talking about, you know, messing around with dudes and stuff like that. And But like every Brock Hampton album, it's always something different that they add to it. And that's why I really appreciate with Brock Hampton. Brock Hampton has that talent to be, you know, different. They always come through with some different type of lyrics, different type of beats that they rapping or singing on. And it just flows real well. You know, you got the whole Saturation series. That end up doing really good. Everybody loved the Saturations, the Saturation series. My personal favorite one is Saturation 2. And yeah, I really want to see Brock Hampton be featured with some other artists, though. That's the biggest thing I want them to do. I want to see Brock Hampton probably with a song with, I could see them with Tyler the Creator or Jaden Smith because they got that type of like vibe. Like, especially Jaden Smith. Jaden Smith has that type of like different that Brockhampton has, and I think they'll flow together because Jade Smith was in a song with Brockhampton, so I know these hot dudes gotta hear this song. Alright, so with that being said, we're going to the next segment, which is the controversial comparisons. Alright, y'all, see so on the controversial comparisons, and it is Naruto, Naruto Shippuden included, and the original versus. Dragon Ball Z was super also included. So I went with the social media, put the poll on social media, and Naruto won. People really enjoyed Naruto more, uh, the emotion, 
and the action and the dialogue people really enjoy more than Dragon Ball Z. Personally, I went with Naruto. Naruto was the first anime I ever watched and I grew up and loved it ever since. So, um, yeah. Stronger, Dragon Ball Z is way stronger than every Naruto character. Goku could probably mop the floor of basically anybody in Naruto. I mean, you know, of course, Naruto Sasuke probably give him a little fight, but Dragon Ball Z is planet-based destruction rather than Naruto is probably like city or maybe even state destruction. So, yeah. Video games, women Dragon Ball Z, Budokai Tekaichi, <laughs> Dragon Ball Z fighters, come on. Classics already. Xenoverse, you can even put up there. Longevity is a tie because everybody still loves Naruto and Dragon Ball Z so much, and it's been years since Naruto, um, the original, ended, and people still love the moments on there. And even Naruto Shippuden, that's why they had to keep running the show, keep bringing it back with all the characters we love. Same thing with Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball GT, Dragon Ball. You see that the show still keep going on with the same characters. And I think it will never die out. People will always remember Dragon Ball Z and Naruto. Villains, I went with Naruto. Naruto's villains are more relatable. And yeah, that's really a good reason why they're more relatable than Dragon Ball Z villains. Like, I relate more to Madara's reasons for the world, for what he does to the world, rather than uh, Frieza's reasons for destroying the world. Characters, I went with a tie because Dragon Ball Z and Naruto both don't use a lot, utilize their side characters as much as they should have. Case in point, I'm just gonna say the names of the characters: Rock Lee, Neji, Gohan, Tien, Yamcha, um, even Chiatsu, and Shino, Kiba, Sakura. Even yeah, they need to utilize their characters more. But you know, they also really hype up their main characters. Goku and Vegeta, um, Gohan at times, you know, Gohan had one good moment, so Gohan is both. Um, Naruto and Sasuke, even Sakura, like I said, Sakura basically had like two or three good moments. Yeah. Action, I went with a tie because they both have really good action scenes and they both utilize their moments really well and they both um, show out their characters' abilities really good. Storyline overall, I gave it to Naruto. Naruto has a good storyline from the little boy that nobody cared for because he had an inner demon fox inside of him to being the Hokage and people loving him except for his son, which is stupid to me. And yeah, so like I said, this is all opinion based and this is just for fun. I'm not no debater and any of that stuff because it's all pe people's opinions and yeah, so if you want to know any more controversial comparisons, just let me know. You know, you could uh, comment, DM me, whatever. So with that being said, y'all, we are going to the Watch This segment. All right, guys, so we are on the final segment, and that is the Watch This. And to be honest with y'all guys, I haven't been really watching as much TV and stuff as I should have been, but that's because I've just been busy with work and just become tired and everything so these are the shows and movies that i am gonna watch whenever they come out and we'll start with the boys which is an amazon show which i keep hearing really good things about and i'm definitely gonna give them a shot i believe it's about like superheroes who basically like trying to um take over everybody telling us that you don't 
if you don't do what we tell you to do, we're gonna kill you and all that stuff. And it's like these different people who are trying to stop them. And that sounds really good to me. I heard it's really dark. I heard it's like DC dark. So I'm really interested to see that. And the next thing is The Good Boys. Uh, it's a comedy movie and it's from the director Seth Rogen and all that stuff and I'm really excited to see that movie because it just looks real funny the trailer looked real funny it's pretty funny to see like these little kids like sixth or seventh grade uh, cursing it up and finding out about different things really adult different things and I'm hyped about watching that next is 13 reasons why season three I am super hyped to see this because I seen the trailer and they they already spoiled it saying who killed Bryce and I'm like who cares who killed Bryce in my opinion I didn't I don't care that Bryce is dead but everybody else on the show seems to care and I'm like why this dude was a rapist and he got away with it he beat the crap out of Clay because of Clay knew and y'all are sad and then his funeral and crying it up because he's dead like come on uh the next movie is the act the next show is the act and my mother seen this the show the act is based on a true story and the lady who actually did the situation said that she doesn't like this show at all she said this show is a bad representation of her and i'm like what do you expect you did it you're still in jail for it and I really want to give this a shot. I heard it's really good, really dramatic. It really showcased the reality of what actually happened. And I'm going to give it a shot. And hopefully it's really good. And the next thing is come on, y'all. Steven Universe, the movie. It's coming out in the first week of uh, September. And I'm super hyped about it. I hope I don't leave before that. Because I really want to watch this movie. And you guys should know I'm a huge Steven Universe fan. Saw the trailer already. Loved it. Love the song with Estelle and Zach Callison. Man, I'm just super hyped for that. And yeah, so you guys already know I'm going to be doing a review of that movie. And all these other things. I'm going to get reviews for every, all these things I'm going to see. So with that being said, y'all, I know it's a pretty short episode. But you know, I didn't do last week's episode. I'm sorry about that. But I'm back at it. We're on episode 10, y'all. Episode 10. And yeah, so that being said, I'm your host, LNW, and we are gone.